If your business is tired of paying unpredictable and high phone bills, do what I did. Switch to Zoom Calls Cloud Business Phone Service. You'll pay the same low amount every month, no matter how many calls you have in the U.S. and Canada. And Zoom Calls has a really cool feature called voicemail drops. Whenever you reach someone's voicemail, just say hi in their name and then click a couple of buttons on your phone to leave your pre-recorded message. It saves both your voice and your time. Check out zoomcalls.com. That's zoomcalls.com. I think you'll love it. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Conservative, not bitter indeed. You are listening to the home of conservative, not bitter talk. And yes, I am your host, Todd Huff. You can email me, Todd at ToddHuffShow.com, Facebook.com slash Todd Huff Show for, uh, if you want to watch the program live or on demand. Looking ahead of myself here as I'm scouring the stories that uh, lie before us today. It's truly, truly remarkable what we're looking at here. Um, here we are on the eve, well, the, not the eve, the morning of, the morning of the final, uh, the final debate between President Trump and Joe Biden. And we have more bad news for for Team Biden. More bad news, candidly, for the United States of America. It is truly remarkable. Fox News has an exclusive story, laptop uh, connected to Hunter Biden linked to FBI money laundering probe. Now, there's a lot of questions about this, a lot of questions It is unclear, they say, at this point, whether the investigation is ongoing or if it was directly related to Hunter Biden, story by Jake Gibson and Brooke Singman. So, basically, um, we're just going. I'm going to just read a few, a bit of this to kind of, if you've not seen this yet this morning, this kind of sets the stage for what could be even bigger fireworks than we expected at tonight's debate. But here's what the article says: the FBI's subpoena of a laptop and hard drive purportedly belonging to Hunter Biden, came in connection with a money laundering investigation in late 2019, according to documents obtained by Fox News and verified by multiple federal law enforcement officials who reviewed them. Now, it is worth noting that Fox is the one, first and foremost, that reports this. Now, this doesn't mean this, – this could mean a lot. This could mean a lot. Um, but again, the the FBI subpoenaed this laptop specifically. Fox is now reporting because it was connected with a money laundering investigation late last year. Now, just let that sink in. Money laundering. What is what is money laundering? Money laundering is when you're getting paid for something that 
you don't want people to know you're getting paid for. And so, as such, you take said money and you try to clean it so that it appears that it comes from a source that is both acceptable and and legal. That is the intention of money laundering. Make it look like this the, the way in which you obtained said money was through a legal process, something that was um, you're, you're trying to clean off or wash off metaphorically any of the negative uh, the negatives associated with the inappropriate way that you that you raised it, that you earned it, if you will. You don't want people to see where it it came from. It's it's akin in this little analogy here to wiping off uh, fingerprints at the site of a crime scene, for example. It's to say we want to make it look like whatever we really did didn't really happen, or it didn't include the person uh, that's that's under the the microscope, or they're just trying to make something look away that it really. It really isn't. So when you think about the charges, the allegations, the questions, when you look at Burisma, when you look at China, China, as Trump says, when you look at these things and you think about what is uh, what this may potentially mean, here we are on the day of the final debates. It's just, you know, and you, and you think about this in comparison, in comparison with 2016, and, and you want to say to yourself, here we go again. Here we go again. We have Corruption, allegedly, corruption in the Democrat Party. We have electronic devices that are involved in some sort of an FBI investigation. Now, so far, we haven't found any hammers. Doesn't mean that they don't exist. Hammers used to destroy electronic devices. Joe and Hunter Biden have not gone out as of yet in front of the media wearing bright orange suits, as Hillary did back in 2016, saying that uh, when asked if she wiped down a server, they haven't yet said, what do you mean, with a, a cloth, or what do you mean? <laughs> I mean, it's just, the, 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 the parallels here are are unbelievable, really, if you think about it. But now we know even more about this, that the laptop was... Supposedly, according to the story from Fox, under, excuse me, subpoenaed because of a money laundering investigation. Now, the article says it is unclear at this point whether the investigation is ongoing or if it was directly related to Hunter Biden. Multiple federal law enforcement officials, as well as two separate government officials, confirmed the authenticity of these documents, which were signed by FBI special agent. Joshua Wilson. Wilson did not immediately respond to Fox News' request for comment. It goes through, and I mean, they lay out details. They lay out the details of what this paperwork shows us. Um, there's the receipt of property form. There was a uh, the document has a case ID, which is filled in with a handwritten number. That number refers to, according to sources, money laundering. Money laundering, comma, unknown SUA, which means specified unlawful activity, white collar crime program. That's what the coding on the on the form means, according to sources. And it also indicates that it was opened in 
BA, which stands for the FBI's Baltimore field office. The documents state that the subpoena was carried out in Wilmington, Delaware, which falls under the jurisdiction of the FBI's Baltimore office, the article says. So you look at the evidence that we see. It just There's so many memories that come back, folks. FBI, emails, inappropriate allegations made against um, in 2016, it was the actual candidate. In 2020, it's the candidate's son, but it certainly may potentially implicate the candidate, Joe Biden, if you follow the money or if you, um, you know, read the emails and you see what's actually what's actually looking like is taking place. Which somewhere in the emails it describes Biden as a currency. They're trading in the currency of Biden, which is – this is absolutely relevant to this conversation as to who is prepared to be president of the United States. You know, it's it's interesting. The left has made allegations against Donald Trump for a long time because Donald Trump has businesses, uh, because he's wealthy and – uh, well, now th- it's funny. They want to say both things. They want to say he's wealthy when they want to say how he doesn't relate or understand average Americans. But then in the next sentence, they want to say he's really not wealthy. He's pretending to be wealthy. He's a fraud and he's a fake. That's what they want you to believe. And so they, as with many things, they have um, kind of split pe- personality disorder. But nonetheless, nonetheless, they have uh, – it's it's – Again, it's just remarkable to me as I just as I think about this. It is remarkable the the parallels here between this and 2016, and it certainly matters that the potential president of the United States, God forbid, if it's Joe Biden, can be um, basically bought. Again, it reminds us of the Clinton Foundation and all that stuff, pay to play. All this stuff is right. Before us, the phrase drain the swamp comes to mind, right? And the things that they've accused Trump of may quite literally be happening with Team Biden, and there's and there's now evidence. Subpoenaed computer. They want us to believe that this is a Russian disinformation act. Intelligence officials all over the place are saying there is no evidence of anything of the sort. But this is what you can get away with when you're in the left, on the left, and in the media because you fed the American people a phony narrative, a silly, ridiculous, nonsensical narrative for four years, you get to go back to that because you've almost put some Americans under some mindless, hypnotic trance into believing that this stuff is really what's happening. Russia. Russia's somehow planted a computer, forged the signature of Hunter Biden, somehow gotten pictures of Hunter Biden onto this laptop, and you know, unleashed some massive disinformation campaign in the final weeks before the election. That's what they want you to believe. Intelligence officials have said that that that's there's absolutely no evidence of that. In fact, what this appears to be is simply what it seems to be. It seems to be that Hunter Biden, for some reason, drops off his laptop, doesn't pay for it or pick it up. The shop owner takes possession of it, begins to look at what's on there, 
And lo and behold, there's a treasure trove of information. Some things that we're, you know, we're still not, we still don't even know everything on this laptop. Then we also find out that it's been subpoenaed by the FBI. I mean, this is remarkable stuff. It's so remarkable, in fact, that Biden has had to actually answer some questions a little bit about this. Now, he's dodged a lot of them, and he's not pushed too hard, but he's been asked about this more and more frequently. And here we are on the night of, or the morning of, the day of the debate. Biden is getting ready for his last debate against Trump. Again, the narrative is that Biden has an insurmountable lead, although it's funny. It's funny. I got an email Again, because I've got friends that care enough about me to make sure I get emails from the likes of Joe Biden. They sign me up for these emails, and I keep getting them because I find them – I find it useful to look back at these and to reference these from time to time. But the email from Biden, Team Biden, says, I need you to ignore the polls. I'm trying to find it here. It wasn't – I just remember it came to me as I was talking there. But anyway, I'll see if I can find it during the break. But it tells its, you know, the, the, the recipients of the email, ignore the polls. I need you to ignore the polls, which sounds like a weird thing to say if you are, in fact, guaranteed a victory. I mean, th- this is shaping up. And again, we have an election to get through. We got the whole issue of potential corruption and fraud, which the left acts like is an impossibility somehow. Mail-in ballots can never be fraudulent. I mean, it's it's beyond silly to to buy into these narratives, but that's what they're telling us. Zero evidence of fraud, even though the Heritage Foundation has listed 1,300 plus or approximately 1,300 cases of, of actual voter fraud. The left says that it doesn't happen, and there's nothing to be afraid of, but We've got extended deadlines. We've got tight elections in swing states where a few extra, few thousand ballots here or there can make all the difference in the world. And we've got this issue to contend with tonight. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the debate because the, what the, the, I guess, advisors, Trump's advisors are all worked up that he's going to. They're trying to make sure he doesn't go after Hunter, excuse me, after Joe Biden with this, these allegations about Hunter, these allegations about Hunter and what we've seen, what's been reported and so forth. But I'm sure President Trump, I hope President Trump goes with his gut here on this. I think, I hope he goes with his gut. It is important for the American people to, to know this. Now, obviously it can be, I mean, you've got to, he's got to do a better job of, quote, giving Biden room to answer answer these questions because Biden says things that um, sometimes make next to no sense at all. And so Americans need to see that way of thinking, or you could say his level of competency uh, for being president of the United States. So he needs to give him room, but also I hope he presses him hard on this. I hope he makes sure that this comes up. Remember, this was supposed to be a debate about foreign policy. Again, it's going to be a repeat of what we saw uh, on well, a couple of weeks ago. So, shaping up to be quite the show tonight. The third and final, well, the second, the second and final debate. Since they somehow sneaked out of getting uh, having the second debate, 
They dodged that second debate bullet, but now they've got one more standing between them and Election Day, and they're not they're not looking forward to this. If it was up to Team Biden, if they could if they could have it their way, Biden would simply you know go into seclusion. He would uh, you know and and just wait until he was anointed king. They would continue attacking Trump, trying to discredit Trump, and that sort of thing, demonizing Trump as they have for the past four years, and he would ride this thing out in his basement, in his basement, just as any leader would do, right? (laughs) Anyway, so debates tonight, we'll talk about that when we get back. Sit tight, you're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in, in just a minute. Okay, now I <laughs> indulge me for a moment here. I have wanted to play this for a while. Now I'm going to tell you, this is I found this on I don't know it's it's on Instagram. I think I may have found it on Twitter. I don't know where I found it, but it's an actual Instagram post from a video from a absolutely deranged. I, I mean, this individual need needs help. She needs she needs help. <laughs> she she is uh, rage. I don't even think rage is the. I don't know what is a word that's more. I mean, more intense than rage, rage and fury. That's what. As we're getting ready for this debate tonight, you know the the Democrats they they are they are rethinking or they are remembering. I should say 2016. They are. Remembering what happened. They are remembering the feelings of certainty. They are remembering the polls. They are remembering the promises of a Hillary Clinton campaign. They looked back in the history. They found even missing parts of Nostradamus's writings and found that in 2016, it was the year that America was to have a first female president. Forget that Nostradamus said the world was supposed to end in 2012. I mean, they found the equivalent in their minds of documents of Nostradamus that said 2016 is the year. They were certain of this. It was time. The universe had spoken, and Hillary would be coronated ruler over the United States of America, making all things just and right and perfect and and just complete harmony. The universe would just be... Humming along again, the water the, the the water levels would have continued to recede under Hillary Clinton because the universe would know that a liberal was in power of the United States and it could rest and be at peace with America. And so that didn't happen. That new that's a newsflash to some people. Trump is your president. I don't care where you are. I don't care where you live. I don't care what you post on social media. Trump is your president. You don't have to agree with him. You don't have to like him. And if you follow the media or if you think like this woman here, now Oz is concerned that – I'm just going to tell you. You may have to adjust your audio levels on your on your radio. I'm going to do my best here to control this because she is deranged and she is uh, – screaming isn't even the word. I don't even know how to describe this. But I want to play this because as we talk about the debate 
as we look at where we stand in this election. Here we are less than two weeks out from Election Day. When you look at all this and you realize that in spite of the incessant, nonstop hatred and vitriol that's been that's been spewed against President Trump, when you look at the negative coverage, the attacks, the impeachment, all the allegations against President Trump, it's almost like he's t- made of Teflon. They just bounce off of him because he's – now, it's not a guaranteed thing. But again, I, as I said yesterday, I do like <laughs> – I do like how this map shapes up for him. Folks, if he wins Florida and North Carolina and Arizona and keeps pretty much what he won in 2016, he only has to win one of the following states, Michigan, Minnesota, Wisconsin, or Pennsylvania, or he could pick up Nevada. See, I did it just like how Trump said it there, Nevada or, or and New Hampshire. He would only – those states – those states, uh, minus the one, the ones I said he just needed to win one of, those states, if he wins those, um, puts him at 260. He only has to pick up 10 electoral votes. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. I'm just saying Biden would then have to win all of those. Biden would have to win all of those. Now, if Biden wins Florida, it's a chain, it's a game changer. But at the same time, at the same time, there's still a path for Trump if he picks up Pennsylvania and say. Uh, Michigan. I, I don't want to go through all the scenarios, but the point is, it's not supposed to be this way. And so it feeds into the fury and the rage and the just complete insanity of the left. And this is how they think. This is how they think they're going to persuade you to vote against President Trump. So be ready. This is a screaming lunatic. And I'm going to do my best to keep this down. But she is, I mean, this will entertain you. It may also hurt your ears. So Going to do my best. Here we go. I'm terrified. Listen to me, Republicans. Listen. You are the people in history they warned us about. Mm-hmm. They warned us about people like you. Yikes. Pay attention. Okay. We're losing our democracy. Mm-hmm. Wake up. Yikes. Wake up! Oh <laughs> I, I don't even... What in the world? Now, folks, I'm going to tell you. I The idea of... The, that there's a possibility of a Biden... Excuse me. Please forgive me. A Harris-Biden administration coupled with a Democrat Senate, coupled with a Democrat House of, House of Representatives. I mean, it... It makes me tremble for my country. It makes me very uh, – I, I don't like that. I don't want that to be the case. I love my country, and I don't like what they have told us. Sometimes they don't even tell us, but the things that they've told us and the things that we can ascertain about their plans, objectives, agenda, I don't like that. I don't want that to happen. We will fight vigorously against that on this program as best we can because this nation needs to return back to her historical roots, back to liberty and limited government and freedom and the Declaration and the Constitution, not towards utopian promises and taxation, government control, big government, all this sort of stuff, which is what the left is promising us. Now, Biden doesn't necessarily – he doesn't want you to believe he's a radical leftist because he's trying to pick up the moderate vote. 
the swing voters in states like Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Minnesota, those places. But I, I don't know anybody that would act like this. What on earth? There is something really wrong here in this scenario. And so when they look at this, when they see Hunter Biden, I wish, I mean, I'm not sure what this lady's latest video is. If she's done a video since the Hunter Biden, um, the latest news on the Hunter Biden laptop and the subpoena and the investigation. Here we go. The family or the... Uh, the individual running for president, once again, his family, someone either directly himself or, in this case, his son, is under investigation. That's what's fueling this. She, this lady's telling us to wake up and to pay attention. Well, the problem is we are. We are paying attention. Deranged, unhinged, angry, full of rage lady on Instagram. This is exactly what we're doing. And it's exactly why I do this show. It's the it's why you pay attention. It's why you are engaged. It's why you try to persuade your friends and family. It's why you seek out the truth. We are paying attention. We haven't been put into a trance by the incessant, nonstop negative coverage against this president, these baseless allegations of his being a dictator and a fascist and a totalitarian and this kind of stuff. Instead, we've paid attention and we've looked at what he's done and what he's trying to do and how he's returned more money to the American taxpayer, how he has reduced bureaucracy and regulation, how he has unleashed the power of the American economy, not by making it happen himself, but instead by giving people more confidence, by making people freer, by making putting less restrictions on the government, by lifting that boot that Obama placed upon the neck of the economy. Remember that they said that the new normal of GDP growth was 1% to 2% or some such thing? All those things, we realize how wrong they were when you see when you, when you actually implement policies that, that make a difference. We have been paying attention, and we're going to pay attention tonight as well when Trump and Biden face off on the stage. So talk about that quickly. Also, later in the program, I want to talk a little bit. I don't know for those of you, I don't talk local politics much, but I I did watch the debate, the governor debate here in Indiana. I watched that uh, watched that last night, even though it took place on on Tuesday. I watched that and I wanted to share some thoughts about that as well as I will be talking with Libertarian candidate for governor Donald Rainwater after the program this morning and welcome your thoughts on what questions. Uh, you would like to hear him asked, you could share those on the Huff Hotline, 317-455-5250, 317-455-5250, or you can always email me those as well, com. Quick timeout is in order. Sit tight. Be back here in just a minute. So tonight's debate, which first of all, are you watching it? And by the way, what I'm, I'm thinking during the break is that at that lunatic on on Instagram and her very persuasive her persuasive argument as to how we can how she can get us to wake up and apparently to vote for Joe Biden and to save our democracy. 
You know, it's remark. It's there's just so many things that 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 stand out to me from that. But if the idea that a bunch of people thinking like this lady are trying to convince us in the value of quote unquote a democracy. By the way, this is why the founders did not institute a pure democracy in America. They had the foresight to see they didn't understand Instagram was coming, but they understood that there are people that are ruled by emotion and they didn't want to have the tyranny of the majority or or the minority. They wanted to respect and protect the rights of the individual while still having majority rule without one becoming too powerful um, or to have this complete unhinged emotion making making people's uh, influencing people's decisions in a direct pure democracy. So crazy stuff to listen to. But as you think about that, as you think about the context of tonight's debate, as you think about the Hunter Biden emails, a laptop and subpoena and all this stuff that now we're, we're still finding out, we're still figuring out because, well, for lots of reasons, but one of which uh, the media has no interest in telling us this stuff. But what do you, th- I mean, Trump, it's been reported that Trump is going to unleash an attack. This is in justthenews.com. Trump debate strategy is to pummel Biden on corruption. That's what he is being reported. That's what he's, that's what he's going to do tonight. And again, I think, I think that, <laughs> that he should. I know that this is something that people um, get a little bit hesitant about. But these are rel- this isn't just an attack on Biden because his son was misbehaving. This is an attack on what Biden may have been doing in office, the corruption of a guy that's been in Washington, D.C. for 47 years. I don't care that he got his mansion on deep discount because it was in terrible condition back in whenever that was, the 70s or 80s or whatever, as people are saying on social media, as has been reported by um, those in the media. They're reminding us that he didn't just go out and buy that for $100 million or whatever it's worth. No, he bought it. He actually bought it really cheap, and, and apparently they've, they've fixed it up over time. But the question still remains, how does a guy who's committed his life to quote-unquote public service, how does he become as wealthy as he is? How? How? By the way, you know something else that hasn't been reported? Do you rem- I remember this back from 2008. I looked this back up the other day. Do you know that in 2008, 2008 when uh, Biden – was running again in 2008 for president. Do you know that he and his wife, I think the 10-year average for personal charitable contributions based upon their own tax returns, what they turned in to show the American people just how just how great they were at uh, you know personal revenues and all this sort of stuff their tax returns, which is apparently supposed to tell us all sorts of things about a person, which is apparently the business, I guess, of the American people, which I don't – I just reject that. He wants to share it fine, but it's not really anyone's anyone's business, and I'm not sure what you're going to find out from tax returns anyway. But be that as it may, be that as it may, Biden 
and his wife over a t- I think it was 10 year period had averaged something like 300 and some odd dollars in charitable contributions 300 and some odd dollars folks per year not per month per year and yet they lecture us on how America is not doing enough to care for those who need help and I think hello that's exactly how you do it in fact you should probably look that's your money you can keep it all if you want but don't don't lecture us about not caring about people when you donated an average of 300 and some odd dollars per year for 10 years how in the world and what universe is that even remotely close to logical and compatible that statement and that donation how are those things even in the same universe well it's not but again there's no there's no there's no pushback. There's, there's no uh, consequence if you're a Democrat in the media today. The Democrat Party, as I've said for a long time, this is not a new phenomenon. Democrat Party is effectively the PR arm, the marketing firm of the Democrat, the media. The media is the PR firm of the Democrat Party, pure and simple. It has been that way for a long time. It didn't just happen here recently. This is who they are. Journalism, by and large, is dead. So we'll see where this goes tonight. Trump in the debate, Biden in the debate. Will Trump go after him? Will the muted microphone stop some of this this crosstalk? Will Biden, well, excuse me, will Trump give Biden, quote, room to give answers to these questions? Will Trump press him on these scandals? Will he point out the corruption? Will he remind the American people what this election is really about? I hope and pray that he does. We have two diametrically opposed ideologies on the ballot that is what's in this election coupled with corruption coupled with lifetime politician coupled with all sorts of insane radical leftist ideology and agenda items that is what's on this election not donald j trump's tweets not how mad the media is that hillary clinton isn't president this is about something much more fundamental than that. I hope the president's able to frame it as that tonight. I hope he's able to expose Biden. I hope he's able to press him hard. And I hope the American people see this candidate, Joe Biden, for what he actually is. And I've got to take a break. I want to come back and share some thoughts on the Republican, or excuse me, the, the Indiana governor's debate that took place here Thursday night or Tuesday night. When we get back, sit tight, be back in just a minute. Public service announcement here. I know you've been dying to know Mitt Romney did not vote for President Trump. He's voted early, shared that he has not he has not voted for President Trump. So just wanted to share that very, very important information with you in case you hadn't already heard it. But anyway, I do want to talk about what's happening here, and I know we have listeners all around the country, even the world for that matter, on a podcast. But so I don't talk much about local stuff, but I do think it matters. I do think it matters, and there was a debate here in the state of Indiana for governor between three candidates, the incumbent Eric Holcomb, Republican, the Democrat Woody Myers, and the Libertarian, the Libertarian Donald Rainwater. Now, I want to say Donald Rainwater is an advertiser on this program. He is uh, 
he is sharing has been sharing his message he's he's paid for that airtime i don't endorse i don't really endorse candidates um definitely not in the primary process but i definitely think that the ideas and the beliefs expressed by donald rainwater need to be accepted by more and more people and that if we uh, the things that i've spoken with donald rainwater about regarding the role of government i think would be an incredible step forward for this state if we actually began to govern like that. Now, I watched the debate. I watched it last night. Actually, there was a point I just listened to it. I watched some of it, and I had the video pulled up on my phone. I was listening and was watching, but mostly listening. And I have to tell you, what I heard, what I heard was, first of all, Woody Myers sounds like a radical leftist using talking points and nonsensical rhetoric and saying things that make about as much sense as something I would have heard from Nancy Pelosi. That guy, I mean, is even worse than I expected. Again, not having followed this very closely. Holcomb, Governor Holcomb, who I'm, again, sure he's a nice guy, but what I hear from Holcomb is one of the things that I just, I don't like about about politics in general, and it is just how there's a bunch of words that's being said, but nothing is really being, no idea is really being shared. It's just a bunch of, well, thank you for this, and I got to give a shout out to this group, and oh my goodness, the Hoosiers are coming together. I just applaud Hoosiers for this and that, and I think, what in the world? The question wasn't even answered, right? So I feel like it's political speak. I feel like it's not really... It's not leadership. And again, I don't I don't want to come out as a guy that's I'm not against Holcomb. You know, to me, the biggest concern is whether or not uh, we, we don't want Woody Myers as as governor, plain and simple. But I have to say this in my estimation, if you go back and watch this debate, if you haven't, if you have, I, I think Donald Rainwater completely annihilated these guys. Of course, Woody Myers was talking about fantasy world, liberal, made-up, make-believe fantasy nonsense. Holcomb was talking political speak, and Rainwater was talking about principles and ideas and things that should excite the average conservative. Now, again, we I'm actually going to talk with, with, with Donald Rainwater today, a little bit later after this program, so if you have things that you want me to ask him, um, you can please, you can share those on our Facebook page, email me or call the Huff hotline. But, um, I just wanted to, to share that this is, um, again, normally libertarians are around 5%. One, one poll shows him at 24% has showed him recently at 24% back in, I think September. So just wanted to, to share that here and we'll get more into that tomorrow, but I've got to take a break. You're listening to conservative, not better talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff back in just a minute. Welcome back, folks. Again, debate tonight. Yesterday, I don't know if you saw this or not, but Obama was where? Obama is in Pennsylvania. Pay attention to where these folks are today, where they're campaigning. He's in Pennsylvania. 
a state that many want you to believe is locked up for Joe Biden. It reminds me of where he was on the eve of the election in 2016. He and Michelle and Bill and Hillary were all in Pennsylvania where they eventually lost, not predicting it, but certainly could happen again. Have a great day. SDGC tomorrow. Take care.